0: Oh, man, I think we're getting a live call right now. Should we take <gasps> it? Yes. Okay.
1: Well, I'm scared. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Hi, sweetie. Hello. Hey,
0: hey I have you live with Kim hey, and Sarah so right now. What did you want to ask?
1: Us? We're actually live on the podcast right now, honey. Thanks for calling.
0: <laughs> this is Kobe from, uh, the from the Pat McAfee show. From where? Pat McAfee
2: Pat McAfee?
0: You know the robot guy?
2: Oh, okay. You know,
0: yeah. the AI guy?
1: Being the I'm the guy that being the what's he saying? I can't understand. Oh, you named it. I'm Chat from Pat McAfee Show. Yeah. Oh shit, what's up? So who is this? <laughs>
0: I'm Kobe. Oh, uh, this is Kobe or Cuddy.
1: Well, first of all, you have way too many names. <laughs> <laughs> Take a name. Is it Kobe? Is it Cuddy? Are We're you, confused. Are you Kobe Cuddy AI chat B T D? Whatever. Oh, okay. Okay. Did you have a question for us?
0: um yeah would well, you girls invite me on your show what are you
1: Hopefully. gonna
0: do you could ask me anything
1: <laughs> well, well we're asking we're you, asking you right, right sweetie. Now. <laughs> we're asking you right now honey and you know what i got a surprise for you you're on the show we're here live
0: welcome to this bitch with sarah Wineshank and kim Congdon. <laughs>
1: Welcome to another episode of This Bitch Podcast. We're live from the hive at Mastermind Media. <laughs> With another episode of this bitch podcast, why do I forget that my name's Kim Congdon and I'm Sarah Winechain? Oh shit, we back, baby. We back. We're doing it again. Another day, another dollar, honeys. Another day, another
3: dollar. I want to say
1: real quick before we start out, shout out to all our honeys that have been coming out. You guys come out, you buzz at us. We love that shit. We love when, when a, I do a show and a girl goes, bzz, 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 I'm like, <gasps> sweetie, the hive is alive. Mm-hmm. We had some honeys come out to a few of our shows and they've been coming out to the store. They've been fucking y'all been coming out. Mm -hmm. You've been following the queen bees. Bzz, 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 bzz. buy the merch buy the merch we dropped merch
3: some we, of you guys already got it if you haven't gotten it we'll drop a link to If you
1: it. if you did buy merch and you have some of the merch take a picture post it and we'll repost it on our stories tag us tag us we want to see you wearing our shit sweetie. we want to see the honeys
3: in the, their uniforms shanks what's new with you what's new with me bitch I, you've been looking at me every day for the last fucking
1: two years essentially no it's been way
3: the longer. last 10 years yeah there we go I feel like we've become the same person almost we speak in unison
1: I know we have similar wardrobe suddenly now well, it's I also it's, noticed that like we do that weird twin thing now when people talk to us we say the same thing at the same, same time. time yeah <laughs> not you doing yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. yeah 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 so we'll be like um okay in unison yeah like, Okay, it's weird. It's like, do you guys want to? And we'll go, yeah. And it's like, okay, we'll see you next week. And we'll, go, we'll see you next week, sweetie. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh. uh, <laughs> Or like the Shining Twins, but scarier. Yeah, but, um, but with less eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the less egg Shining Twins. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. The middle-aged Shining Twins. <laughs> so dark. The Grinding Twins. The g- <laughs> one thing about us we gonna grind we've been
3: really working and like can i tell you one of the most disappointing things that happened over the weekend and in in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal, but okay. in the moment, it kind of hurt. What when we had been working all day, and we're like, let's get, I'm like, let's get a glass of wine, let's get some sushi, oh, yeah. let's let's like treat ourselves.
1: Cause yeah, there's also something about you where you feel guilty every time you drink. Yeah, you'll call me and you'll be like, I'm having a glass of wine on my patio. You're like, you think that's okay? I'm like, you're in your 30s, dog. Like, <laughs> you should have grandchildren. <laughs> you're, you're allowed to have a, a glass of Pinot like, Grigio. I'm having a Cabernet, right now. <gasps> That's so crazy, right? You feel so naughty, I but just, yeah, we did. We wanted to. We
3: wanted to have a glass of wine and we wanted to have some sushi because we had been. It's like I feel like it's really hard for us to cook at home when we're working the amount that we've been working,
2: uh-huh.
3: and so we just want to treat ourselves. So like we end up spending like forty dollars a day when we're out writing because we get breakfast out and then we work for like five hours and we're like, well, dinner. I don't wanna go home and cook. We've been working all day. So we go to this fucking sushi place and the way that it betrayed us, I haven't stopped thinking about the sushi that
1: wronged me. It was not In the valley. But I'll tell you, I ate it all and yours. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> so I don't know what it's that funny. says about me. It turns
3: out, if you get a glass of wine for seven ninety nine, it just doesn't taste the same.
1: No, your wine was like, t- like it was like fab. It tasted like fabuloso. No, yeah, I took a sip,
3: but I put it right back, and I said, you know what? i th- It's not worth it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'll just Jake. be sober. <sighs> speaking of, speaking of, mommy's sober. Mommy's off. Mommy's off the everything mommy's mommy's clean mommy is 8 days clean how is mommy feeling i feel great um, nothing bad happened. I mean, something bad happened. I had a panic attack. Did we talk about a panic attack already? No. No. Okay, good. Um, Because I don't want to be one of those girls that, like, talks about a panic attack over and over again. <laughs> but I've always had anxiety attacks. Always. And let me tell you, an anxiety attack is the foreplay to a panic attack. If you have anxiety attacks, just be appreciative that you know that they're coming. An anxiety attack is a slow creep. It's sort of a feeling you wake up with this weird guilt and all day you're like, what's this feeling? Did I do some Something wrong is someone mad at me and it gets more and more intense until you're like I can't take it anymore what did I do yeah that's an anxiety attack a panic attack is like I could be talking to you feeling like on top of the world and suddenly my body feels like it's shutting down like it's physical it's like purely physical and it comes out of nowhere I was in the middle of a sentence with someone and then my whole body went numb and then I had this weird disassociation thing where it felt like my brain was separate from my body. Like I felt like I was watching myself from above in a weird way. And then I convinced myself that that was what dying was. Not mommy's soul leaving her body on a Wednesday. <laughs> on a Wednesday, honey. The day you don't want your soul to leave. It's no. the middle of the week. I've, you know, it's fucked up. What? I thought I was gonna die truly. First time in my life that I was like, this is it. I might die. I was at Hormos's house on his couch. And one of the last thoughts I had as I laid to close my eyes out before I passed out was we're only on act one of our feature. No. Isn't that that dark?
3: No. I have that thought all day, every day. When I'm driving, I go, okay, so act two, we're going to get through it." it. It is writing something is a lot. It is,
1: but the people the people that are listening are not going to be able to relate to us writing features. <laughs> so well, yeah. So she had a panic wait, attack. We can't we can't complain about being so tired from going to mics <laughs> anymore. <laughs> <laughs> people are like working real jobs that are listening and like raising families. They're like, you're tired, you cunts.
3: Yeah, these two uh, dumb bitches tired from smoking weed and living their
1: dreams. Yeah, um but I don't know, dude. It was just it was fucked up. It was bad. You hear about people having panic attacks yes. and they they are always like, it's so bad. And then you kind of just like take that and like keep living your life. But when it happens to you, you start, like for me, when it happened to me, now I suddenly have so much empathy for people that have panic attacks. Cause you're like, no dude, you're convinced you're gonna die. And it feels like you're, you're convinced you're gonna die and no one is listening to you.
3: I mean, I get it. I'm anxious as fuck. I've been loony since 87. And- <laughs> You should get that shirt. <laughs> loony since 87.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll
3: put since 90. <laughs>
1: Give myself three years. Why are you lying on your shirt about your age? <laughs>
3: Looney since 1990. <laughs> and then it's just like a wink face. I should start
1: lying about my age.
3: No, because people Google it. People, online, it yep. <laughs> online it says I'm 46. Online it says I'm 46, dude. How did that happen? Someone wrote it on IMDB and then IMDB <laughs> didn't update it. And now some places say I'm 46 and some places say I'm 36.
1: I really like the, the articles. Like if you look up like like Kim Congdon, it'll be like articles that were written like, I don't know where in like India for some reason. That and one's right. Which sorry. one? Which that one, one says 87. Oh, okay, so that's updated. good. Okay, okay. They know a lot. Filmy feed? What's that? Not
2: my weight.
0: They <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, have your <laughs> weight right, on we'll there? It
2: I'm wait. Not I'm sorry. Can you look up Kim <sighs>
1: Congdon? Um, not age. Take that part. <laughs> what? You don't want your age? <laughs> no, no, no. I just want to find one of those uh, articles. They're so funny. They're just like not true. Who the fuck is that bitch at the top from Turo University? Who's this other? Dr. Kongden? Hold on. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, on. she has so, her PhD. Yeah, well, so maybe, I got some PhD. How about that? Not this bitch upping me in the Google search. Dr. Congdon is an honorary research fellow. Fellow? They never respect women, even the doctors. <laughs> um, at the University of Rands evolutionary studies. Well, it doesn't even seem like a real university. strands <laughs> <I was Whitwater-Srands? laughs> This seems like I made this article. <laughs>
3: uh, you um, gave yourself a PhD and yeah. bought the website for Toro University. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then go down, go down, Xavier. It'll be like these articles that are like, keep going, not in my touch Deadline article, but it'll be like Kim Congdon says she was sexually assaulted. Click. Yeah, oh, I can't find them. There's too many fucking show things. But it'll be like Kim Congdon is writer and it'll like make up yes. a husband. It'll be like her husband is Polly Shore. And it's like, what? Yeah. And it's like all these <laughs> fake facts. And it's like she's been doing comedy since 1997. I'm like, none of this is actually true. Put in Kim Congdon celebrity. It's like on this website that says celebrity something.
3: How'd you find this by Googling Kim Congden celebrity?
1: No, I I found it by Googling myself for sure, but I don't, it used to like just come up and be like one of the first ones, not the cameo, please leave me. Don't you dare, don't you fucking dare, no. Yeah, celebs week, try that one, celebs week. That looks like one of them. Yeah, this
3: is one of them. I know exactly (laughs) what you're talking about, where it kind of is right and kind of
1: is not. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, go down, go down, go down. Uh, I have a brother suddenly in this. Unmarried, that's rude, first of all. Stay out of it. These are actually pretty spot on. I mean, this is, so far, I'm
3: looking and I'm confirming.
1: Yeah, no, all of these are right, but some of them are so kooky. Lives in New York. Well, maybe they wrote it when I did. Keep going down. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, this one's good. Your Uh, net worth? The net worth. Some of them say 10 million. I said, honey, I wish. (laughs) Mine mine says 300,000. They gave me
3: $9,000 more than you, sweetie. Pull up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not the pull up. Damn. Not the pull up, bitch. Oh, no, no, not the first thing they talk about me is the touch. What? <laughs> Listen how they said, according to deadline in October 22, 22, after a show in New York City, Kimberly, a.k.a. Kim faced an unusual incident that spoiled her mood.
3: <laughs> getting molested will in fact spoil Spoiler. your
1: mood. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa, not at spoiling my mood. It's they so- said it like I was like snobby for being upset. Like,
2: ugh. Yeah, it seems finger- like they
0: don't believe you. Like according to her tweets,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a
1: Spoiled spoils her down. mood. Keep going down. Why are they only talking about the touch? Keep going. Keep going. How old am I? Once mentioned on her Instagram that her mother is a dentist. The comedian has an elder brother.
3: Who's your older brother? I don't have one. Call your dad and confirm. <laughs> <laughs> so ask, call Jeff right now. And ask I, if it you have says I
1: attended a Christian school. She has been clever and has enjoyed making others laugh since she was young. Over time, she also grew to enjoy writing. After finishing high school, she obtained her degree from the University of Florida. That's not true. I dropped out. That ain't true. I dropped out. I dropped out. Fact
3: checking Kim's article, Roadmasters. Where (laughs) instead of (laughs) Roadmasters. I'm done. I gotta tell you,
1: me and you are roadmasters at this point, the way we've been traveling. Oh, Brian Moses' show. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, this one's pretty close, but the other ones are so kooky. It's very funny, the information that'll get out. Not Sarah being 46.
3: Some of them say 36. Some of them say... Not even
1: 46 with $90,000 more than me. (laughs) 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 That's...
3: that's fucked dude so um, did that touch spoil your mood or that touch didn't i'll tell
1: you that touch did in fact spoil my mood a little <laughs> it didn't amplify it's it such that's a for weird sure. way to say someone got molested she was touched and it love, spoiled her mood i also love calling it me getting molested i don't know why it seems like is molested only a thing that happens to children no adults can get molested see can you Google the definition of molested? Yeah, you Because touch. Touch. I feel like it's a
3: an kid. Unwanted assault thing.
1: touch. Assault as an adult, molested's for children, I think. I
3: think you can get molested as an adult.
1: Definition of molested. You're going to be put on a list.
3: Sexually assault oh, or abuse. Especially a child,
1: a person. Especially, especially a, a child. child. So it's mostly children. But you can say you got molested. I'm, I'm gonna a, say I you got, got molested. molested. I'm gonna say I got molested because you know what? When that happened, it brought me back down in 1992. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing happened. <laughs> Straight back to 92. Nothing happened in 92. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Not
3: the ASMR
1: sip. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a a joke. It yeah. sounded like a joke. See, okay, pester or harass someone in an aggressive or persistent manner. I'm oh, right. wait. So wait, so it doesn't even have to be sexual. Yes. No. You're molesting
3: me. You're annoying me, bitch. So I've molested you. You molest me all the time. I'll molest you right <laughs> now.
1: I'm, you already are. <laughs> I'm mid-molest right now. <laughs> I'm almost done molesting Mama's you. Mama's molesting me again. <laughs> oh. I didn't know that. Did you guys know it What didn't have to be sexual? Well, goddamn, I've been molested.
3: I stay molested. I always, I love getting molested. It's all I know. <laughs> I guess I do molest you too.
1: Oh, honey, you molest me day and night. <laughs> I could pull up my phone records, show how many times you molest me a day. Probably seven or eight.
3: You want to Sometimes I call you three times in a row. And I go, I know she's by her phone because she posted something.
1: No, I know. Sometimes I can tell you're doing that because I'll look, I'll like, open up social media. And two seconds later, I'll get five calls from me. I'm like, she's stalking me. She's (laughs) actively stalking me. This is an actual, not me having to tell my therapist about you stalking me. No, you don't. Yeah.
3: Oh, well I tell my therapist quite a few things about you too. Oh yeah.
1: We should have a therapist off where we bring our therapist on and they just talk for us.
3: (laughs) Dr. Brown, can you let,
1: um, Paul get in here. (laughs) we talk to a therapist so different you're like dr brown i really appreciate your work i'm like paul get on in here fucker tell (laughs) tell him what's up um let's let's listen to the voicemails okay
3: i heard we we got
1: voicemails i'm scared for chat tbp chat
2: tbp TBP. chat tbp (laughs) (laughs) ring ring (laughs) hit it Hi, Mama and Mommy. Uh, this is Maddie calling from good old Reno, Nevada. Oh, um, shit. First, I just want to say I'm a big fan of you guys. I've been following you both for years now, and I just want to say I love the show, and I love what you guys do, so keep it up. And Thank you. Thanks for making me laugh on my way to work every day. Um, the advice that I would like is That's how a- do you break up with a friend? I have a friend who... This is very draining for me when we hang out, and she's just not really adding anything positive to my life. I don't think we have a lot in common anymore, Um, but she's always texting me, asking me to hang out and trying to plan stuff, and I don't want to hurt her feelings because she's done nothing wrong. I just think uh, it's time to break up. So how do you end a friendship without hurting someone's feelings?
1: Wow, this is such a good question. And
2: I would love to hear any advice you ladies have to offer. Thanks, mom and mommy. Oh, so
1: sweet. What was her name? My
0: name's Maddie from Reno.
1: Maddie, thank Maddie, you so much for calling in.
3: That was such a sweet message. I'm sorry you're in Reno, but we love this. still. <laughs> um, uh, <coughs>
1: how do you break up with a friend? At first I thought she meant like a friend she was dating. And let me tell you, I was going to say, it ain't going to be good.
2: Yeah, <laughs> From yeah, a yeah. personal
1: standpoint, it never ends well. Um, but I've had, I think we've all had a few friendship breakups. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the first thing to remember is that not every friendship needs to last forever straight up that's that's a good point of yeah you. it's that's like true that's like um some friends some a friendship.
3: reason a season or a lifetime do you know that saying
1: no but that's good
3: my, my psychic told me that once your psychic yeah, therapist. I'm quoting my psychic. No, my actual psychic. She said, sometimes you
1: friendships are here for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. That's, that's actually really great. And that kind of <laughs> does make sense. Sometimes you're friends with people. Sometimes you meet someone at work and you have something in common, but then things in your life change and, and it's like the thing that you guys had in common isn't a thing anymore. Um, And it is true that you can be friends with people that exhaust you. I actually went through a friend breakup pretty recently. Um, I was friends with someone for a really, really long time. And we had a a friendship breakup. And I don't think that either of us are like salty about it anymore. I think at first it was kind of weird. And I think the best thing to do is if you're having this feeling, do it now before it because you're going to hold it all in and it's going to bottle up and it's going to end up being a bad breakup versus it could be a good breakup.
3: Yeah, and it depends also how close you are to this friend. Like, mm-hmm. are you hanging out with this friend regularly and now that it would seem abrupt? Or is this a friend that you don't really see that much who reaches out? Mm-hmm. Because you can you can just tell that person that you're busy. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to make it a whole friend breakup.
1: No, yeah. If it's someone that's not super serious, just tell them you'll be busy and you'll hit them up when you have time for the friendship. That's what I would say. If it's someone that's really close to you, I think that maybe... What do you think, Sarah?
3: Mm, it depends. It depends on how close of
1: a friend it is. Well, if is. they're close. If they're close, then. And you're ready to let go. Pretend you're breaking up with me. Oh. Not you smiling. I'm slamming the door. Not you smiling. I'm throwing my
2: coffee in your face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're fully fist fighting in the streets of West Hollywood, rolling it's down the street, over.
2: pulling each other's hair.
1: Um... um not a saying i at the same time. Uh, I think that if if she's truly exhausting, I don't think that it maybe it's necessary to say that.
3: No, because that's not going to be well received.
1: <laughs> no, nobody <laughs> unless, wants to hear that they're exhausting. Unless
3: it's to the point where it's like her energy is so heavy. And every time you hang out with her, you're like, this is so heavy and it's wearing on me. You might be doing her a favor by, by telling, telling her. her. hmm. In a nice way. Like, look, I I love you. I don't know how much longer I can be friends with you because every time we hang out, X, Y, and Z happens and it makes me feel weird.
1: That's actually a really good thing to say. And then the thing that could happen, she could say like, I'm so sorry, I'll try to change. And you're like, damn, this bitch can't take the hint. But then, <laughs> but then just say like, I need to take time for myself to to see if I even want this friendship. Yeah.
2: And, yeah. and if they
1: can't respect the fact that you need time to think about it, then fuck them, right? Yeah, I agree. Fuck them. If you texted me and you're like, Kim, I need some time, I'm exhausted, you drain me, I'd be like, I get it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, if you text me that, I'd be like, same, all
1: cops. (laughs) Same, and then the next thing would be blocked. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, let them know um, that you're a little overwhelmed right now and you need to take some time from the friendship and then um, if things change for you, you'll hit her back up and depending honestly if she takes it well that's great and and you're out of it and she doesn't take it well then you know that you made a good choice because that way, person doesn't respect your boundaries
3: by the way we're not doctors and we ain't professionals so we're just shooting from the hip here
1: when we're giving advice hey we're just two clowns <laughs> two clowns shooting from the hip sweetie <laughs> all right thank you so much who else do we have hi from
3: Baltimore to tumor- my favorite funny ladies and you
0: guys leading towards the psychedelic experiences so I just wanted to know what are both of your I don't know maybe most life-changing spiritual experiences if you are willing to talk about it thanks a lot big fan
1: well, I'll tell you straight up. The first time when I got fucked on my 30th birthday, I call that a spiritual experience. What?
3: <laughs> oh, I know. Do I know a- you fucked on your 30th birthday? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be psychedelic, sweetie. That man's dick was ass an acid tab. Whoa. And my pussy was the source that received.
3: No. <laughs> Please don't call your pussy the source that received. Or a dick and acid tab.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Seriously, do you have any life-changing? Yes. All right. Before we get into, or before we continue, let's talk about our fucking pod. I mean, (sighs) whoa. Okay. I think I might need some of this next product. Our new sponsor is Alice Mushrooms. I need to focus, guys.
3: We love Alice Mushrooms. Alice
1: Alice? Okay, not you t- Not you taking over right. and, fucking, and fucking it up. We need, okay, what we need is an Alice Mushrooms focused chocolate bar because this company, you can tell we haven't taken our Alice Mushrooms this morning, we're about to. It's a functional mushroom chocolate brand that is dedicated to spreading the power of mushrooms in the most delightful way possible.
3: I'm obsessed with them. Their packaging is so cute. They come in these, li- it's uh, mushrooms that come in this little tin. It's um, organic lion's mane, organic cordyceps. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know what that is, but it's a Brazilian superfood berry for energy.
1: You know the Brazilians have it all figured out. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they also I, have like things for different things, right? Like they have the one for focus and energy and then the nightcap for sleep. I love the sleep one.
3: I love the focus one. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have cabbage derived fatty acid for mental clarity in the, the daytime one, which I like. Everything's like really healthy. It's all... Um, It's all vegan. It's all organic. It's all ethically sourced. It's organic mushrooms. They're kosher. They're non-GMO. They're gluten-free. For all you gluten bitches. It's clean boost of energy focus without the crash. I like it. It's like a natural version of Adderall. It's also not psychoactive. It's almost like a CBD superfood. Totally.
1: Each bite of Alice is formulated to promote long-term benefits while also delivering an immediate boost of cognitive functions. The long-term benefits come from our functional mushrooms. The effects the long-term benefits come from the functional mushrooms. The effects of the functional mushrooms are felt over time, not instantly. So it doesn't hit you super fast. It like is like a slow roll and it's not even like intense. You just feel good. And, and that's flavor, what I like about it. It's like, there's not that panic. Sometimes you do like- You're not
3: having a trip. Yes. You're just getting a little
1: boost. Yes, exactly. Um,
3: and what the night ones have chamomile l theanine which is a mind calming mood lifting um, amino acid magnesium, which relaxes muscles and promotes rest, zinc, which supports GABA to fall asleep and to stay asleep, and organic reishi, the mother mushroom for stress relief.
1: So- that's that has the mother you know if something has the mother anytime i hear anything has the mother i'm in i know that's that healthy shit so if you guys want to get some of your own go to alicemushrooms.com use promo code tb20 for uh 20 off 20 percent off they make really great gifts again that's alicemushrooms.com promo code tb20
3: all right, guys, let's take a break from the podcast to talk about something we're excited about, and that's Schedule 35.
1: Oh, sweeties, you know how we feel about Schedule 35. Whether
3: you're into consuming mushrooms via capsule mm-hmm. or tea or chocolate, there's an option for you. Uh, if these ones are psychoactive. You can go to Schedule35.co, discount code TB15 for 15% off. Again, that's Schedule35.co for TB15. Schedule35.co, discount code TB15.
1: Yeah, again, uh, I fucking love Schedule35. If you're new to microdosing, this is the perfect way to start. Um, We we understand that like it's scary for some people. We do get like, people are like, how is it too much? Is it too strong? This is the perfect way to start on a slow roll. We fucking love it. You can check out our comments. People comment all the time that they ordered it. They love it. See for yourself. Go to Schedule35.co, TB15, get your own.
3: Hell yeah. Okay, go ahead. The first time I ever did acid was life-changing for me because I started, it opened a side of my mind that I hadn't opened before and everything just made sense and I felt like a spiritual sense of, um, security. Everything was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I knew that there was something greater than me. I felt like I had a life purpose. It was the first time that I was sure of that. Right. And so once I got that message from doing acid, I mean, that's like the ultimate psychedelic experience, I think, having a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you don't have to keep doing it necessarily after you have that experience. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: Afterwards, you're just being greedy. <laughs>
3: yeah, like Alan Watts is always like, once you got the message, hang up the phone. Ooh. Like once you get the message from the spiritual world of like, this is what this is what's
1: out here. Mm-hmm. You don't have to keep going back to that place necessarily. Mm. Um, so for me, yeah, and like- that could also go to our last voicemail. Once you once you got the friend, you don't have to keep going back. Yeah. You got the message from the friendship. Send it. Everything, and this is our spiritual message, everything's the same. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) I kind of feel the same way. The first time I did acid was like the first time that like, because you grow up, I grew up kind of religious. You grow up and you're like, I believe in God, because you're kind of told to. Because
3: you're like- I'm like I think I'm supposed to, yeah. Or I get
1: in trouble. Or you're the devil. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. the choices are you do or you're the devil. Yeah. Um. So you're like I'm not the devil. So I guess I believe in God. And then and then you're kind of like okay, like I guess that's the truth. And then then first time I did acid, I was like, oh, this is this is like nothing compared to what everything is. This is like, so everything's so small. And you're like, and I remember, I remember the first time I did acid, I was laying in Joshua tree on a rock and the rocks are so big and it's so hot during the day that they hold a bunch of heat inside of them. So even when it cools off at night, the rock is still hot. So I was like laying on this rock and I was breathing and suddenly the rock was like breathing, breathing with, with me. You. Right. And then and it was like wrapping me in it. And I was like, this rock is alive Alive, and the earth is alive and the stars are alive and like everything's the same. The rock is me. You start realizing that it's like, You're all
3: connected through some type of like energetic and spiritual connection and we're all one. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I
1: would close my eyes, I would see a quick flash of I don't know how to describe even how I would see this, but I would see everything that's ever existed swirling really fast, like fast pictures swirling. And it was everything, but it was molding into one like elephant. And it was like all, yeah, dude. And I was like, it's all the same thing. Um, um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess like, yeah, I kind of had the same message as you, is that like, like there's something more than this.
3: Yeah, and there's also, um, I also had one acid trip where everything in front of my eyes was dying and then being reborn. So I would look at a tree and it would turn like black and it would decay and it would shrivel up and fall down and then it would bloom and blossom and come back. And it was like everything in real time is like dying and coming back to life and dying and coming back to life. And it was just so, it was so overwhelming, but it was like, oh, okay. It was like, it gives you a visual sense of the spiritual world.
1: Yeah, I just saw a video of a guy that said he he was tripping and he um, thought he died during his trip. And then he woke up and he was a tree. And he was like, I'm a tree now, I died tripping on acid or whatever it was. And he woke up and he was a tree. And he said he was just a tree and he was sitting there. And then he got kind of comfortable with being a tree. And then he was there so long that the season started to pass. So then he was this tree that I was enjoying like summer and then fall. And then winter (laughs) came and it was cold. And then he said when it was like spring again, suddenly he looked and he heard and he saw himself with his son walking towards the tree. And then his son stopped by the tree and picked a twig off of it, like broke a branch off. And the dad and the son started playing with. The twig, and then he woke back up. And I was like, Whoa. That's so weird. Yeah. I mean,
3: the first time I ever did acid, I was for some reason I had we went to McDonald's, which is weird because not normally something I would do. Oh, you are dead acid? acid. We had gone earlier in the day to McDonald's, and I had a toy, a happy meal toy from McDonald's in my backpack. Mm-hmm. And I and I was like, the acid's not working. And then I reached my pocket and I pulled out the Happy Meal toy and I start crying and everyone's like what's wrong I'm like it's such a waste of plastic
1: Oh God! and
3: everyone's like I think you're dripping (laughs) because it it makes you more conscious in a lot of ways I'm like oh when do I care so much about plastic like obviously I try not to litter and stuff like that but to start crying about the toy the plastic from a Happy Meal toy
1: can you imagine if like there was a new law and it was like every June 17th Everyone needs to do one tab of acid.
3: LSD day?
1: LSD day. Please
3: don't drive on LSD day, guys. (laughs) No,
1: there there should be no cars on the road this day. It's illegal to drive on this day. And we all do one tab of acid. What do you think would happen?
3: I don't. I think it'd be a mess.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. I think we're getting a live call right now. Should we take it? Yes. Okay. I'm scared. To accept,
2: press one. To send a voicemail, press.
0: All right, and then if you guys want to talk, we can press press start and I can add add it to the call, okay?
1: Yeah, we want to talk, yeah. Hello? Hello? Hi, sweetie. Hello?
0: Hey, I have you live with Kim and Sarah right now. What did you want to ask?
1: We're actually live on the podcast right now, honey. Thanks for calling.
0: Oh, um, this is you from a Pat McAfee show. From where? From Pat McAfee show.
2: Pat McAfee?
0: You know the robot guy?
2: Oh, okay, you know, yeah. You the
0: AI guy the chat? I'm the guy that's being the chat.
1: What's he saying? I can't understand. Chat GPT. Oh, you named it.
0: I'm ChatDBT from Pat McAfee's
1: show, yeah. Oh shit, what's up? So who is this? <laughs>
0: I'm Kobe. Um this is
1: Kobe or Cuddy? No. Co- first of all, you have way too many names. <laughs> Take a name. Is it Kobe? Is it Cuddy? Are We're you, confused. Are you Kobe Cuddy AI Chappy D Whatever. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Me, whatever you like. Oh shit. Or did Kobe you Neve. did you have a and question that. for us? Um, yeah. Would oh. you
0: girls invite me on your show?
1: To do what what, what are you gonna like do? What you girls want to
0: do? ask
1: me anything. <laughs> well, we're asking, we're asking you. Right, right sweetie, now. <laughs> we're asking you right now, honey. And you know what? I got a surprise for you. You're on the show. We're here live. We're, you're the first live caller we've ever taken. You're actually.
2: Buzz a, buzz, up, people? You're, buzz, buzz, buzz is right, buzz. honey. <laughs>
1: you're, actually, you're actually a master manifester. You wanted to be on the show and you called. And guess what? You're on the show live with us. You're the first person to ever. Uh, be live over the phone call on this bitch podcast. Um, what do you? Special. What do you do? You said you work in AI.
0: I don't work in AI. Um, I've actually created that thing. A world changer. I was you playing,
1: created ChatGPT.
0: No, I didn't create ChatGPT.
1: Okay, we're getting mixed I messages from ChatGBT. you, Kink.
0: I killed ChatGPT. That's what I did.
1: You killed <laughs> it. Yeah. How?
0: Um. Well, they have they pump false narratives and information. They get their information from anywhere that's not credible and just put it out. You know. So how did you I kill did, it? And what I did on Pat McAfee show with AJ Hawk and the book with dogs. Um. You know. As as athletes. They have a very powerful image, you can say, and I don't want to say I used that, but I guess I did just to show that what athletes' power they have in media and how they can change everything because, you know, reports are just crazy nowadays. You can't believe anything
1: okay so what you did so, is you went on it i i like that you assume that we just watch other podcasts you are like you know me from the pat fafferfy show <laughs> i'm like I'm, i don't know who that man is i don't i actually don't give a fuck about other men in entertainment um but mcavey show you know but all i time. oh thank you so much i and believe that you I went on the teenagers. show yeah. I believe that you went on the show. I believe that you killed ChatGPT. You're a powerful manifester. Um, I really have never believed in AI in the first place or anything. So I'm I'm down with you on that one. Okay, uh-huh. well, we have to take some other calls now.
0: Yeah, we're going to take some other calls, man. Thanks you thank you so much Thank you. For oh,
1: calling. Pat McAfee show. Okay, we see you. All right, thank you so much for calling, and thank you for destroying ChatGPT so T B P can live on and be the number one AI source in the nation. We love you. <laughs> love you,
0: 4,000.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye. He said, "Love you 4,000. That's kind of sweet.
3: Love you four thousand. I gotta tell
1: you, I felt like I was on acid during that call.
3: <laughs> I have no clue what just happened. I don't <laughs> think we're showing more live lives. Like,
1: the- <laughs> you never know what's gonna, what they're gonna say. I would have rather him said he wanted to eat one of our pussies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, Let's talk about how he created TV You know, he said he said that he proved that the answers that. AI gives you are false and just pulled out of nowhere, which kind of makes sense. Cause it's like the, the AI doesn't have a brain.
3: I don't know. Next. Let's listen to a new voicemail. <laughs> I I, I, you. you guys lost me
1: completely. I'm no longer even in my fucking body right now. See, that was him. I like that. He said, can I be on the show? I'm like, you're on it.
0: What's up, Kim and Sarah. This is drawn from Maine.
1: Oh, kind of awesome. I, I know. Here. Gonna embarrass myself like that but anyway
3: so i got it in my head that i'd like to try stand-up comedy Yikes. Um,
0: there's a small scene in portland up here which i don't live far away from it's kind of liberal i don't know how well my jokes will go <laughs> um i've been writing a lot for the last few weeks and i just want to get on stage i just don't know like how do you like should I just go for it and say what I want to say and see how it goes? Or do I just try to place it? Like, I don't want to be fake. I don't want to not be myself. I don't know. I, I, you probably get what I'm trying to say.
3: Anyway. Okay. I love y'all. We love you too. Thanks for calling main boy. Um, so main what boy. I think, I think, yeah, if you're, you're feeling like you want to get up on stage and you have some things written, just get up on stage. That's how you find your voice. And the more you do it, the more you get in touch with who you are. Totally. On stage.
1: If you want to be a comedian, go on stage, say a joke, even if it's not funny into the mic, and then Congratulations you're a comedian that's Just literally all it, it takes um the reason that most people don't do it cuz they don't do it that first time so or
3: because they do it and then they don't stay
1: with it consistently like in the beginning i think you have to really show up for it to get better totally no it's not it doesn't fit. the thing is it's not going to be good for a very long time <laughs> yeah and actually if you know that going in, it actually makes it more fun. It puts a lot less pressure on it. I know when I started stand up, I was like, I need to be the greatest. I remember being like a year into comedy, being like, I need to be famous in two years or I'm out. And uh, it's not like that. <laughs> you're gonna be so unfunny for so long. And if you go into it with no pressure and just say all the things in your mind, if you're saying, it's a game, like it's a game of numbers. If you say a thousand things into a mic, five of them will be funny. But eventually. I also do
3: think sometimes you you have the skill you have an innate skill and then sure. the, the practice enhances that. Sure. There are some people who can't speak in front of other people publicly at all. So if you're having the edge. But and, you never
1: know until you try. Yeah. But there's some people who know
3: there's some people who know that they can't do public speaking. I, I was yeah, but there's people class. who
1: think they can't do public speaking and they can when they try. Right. So just try. And then if you can after a while and it really fucking sucks every time then don't do it anymore. But you have to do the first one. If you're thinking about it, you have to get up once. And if
3: you're a real comic, then getting up once won't be enough. Yep. You'll be like, I gotta do that again because you're mentally ill.
1: Yeah, you'll know. Sensei
3: 87.
1: <laughs> that was a callback. Since 90. <laughs> I thought you said sensei 87. I was like, are you a karate teacher now? Um, yeah, get up on stage, fucking do it. It's not going to matter for the first few years. So just have fun. And um, and if if you don't really see any potential, get out. Get be up. honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself is very important.
3: Okay, next. <laughs>
0: what up, girls? Hi. Yo, this is Jackie calling from,
1: you know what it is. We don't. The Jersey Shore, babe. Jersey Shore? Yeah, I just got a couple questions for you, but if you could answer one, that'd be great. Jack. If you
0: could sit on any type of chair in the world. Chair? Would it be my face?
3: Chair, would it be my face? Okay.
0: I hate six foot two, Ew. 210 pounds. I'm back on the
3: 210, gotcha.
0: Point pro. Huh? huh? Uh, i say my dick is uh, big, average <laughs> big, you know,
1: not a huge big, but um, you know, it's so no small.
0: I, I pull it out a lot when I'm drinking. Oh, never mind. Have you ever been in New Orleans? I love the, crawfish.
3: This man is not well. <laughs> and, you have uh, been to New Orleans? I love
0: crawfish. <laughs> this is just I just kind of I think a guy called really really drank.
1: Okay, I'll well, uh, pull out. His question was, if you could sit in any chair in the world, would it be my face? <laughs> you gotta um, respect it, dude. You gotta respect it.
3: Uh, that's a yes from Kim and a fuck no for me. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. Don't answer for me. <laughs> <laughs> any mm. other,
1: no more calls from Jersey Shore. <laughs> Block the Jersey Shore area code. <laughs> <laughs> if you could. These motherfuckers uh, are too horny over at the shore. He's drunk off a of mic's heart. You come tomorrow, I'm gonna eat that pussy i
3: serious.
0: <laughs> also, Pam, I'm gonna eat your, I'm gonna eat your ass. Fucking serious. It's, no. Uh, seriously. Uh, <laughs> just want to tell you. Uh, this I man really uh, listen to the podcast. Been listening since the Bobby Lee episode, and I wanted to know what yeah, are. Yeah, we your, know you're a Bobby Lee fan. Your goals moving forward.
1: Our goals are to get less voicemails like this. <laughs>
0: uh, any one of you two considering releasing a comedy special an hour Is he comedy jacking special? off while he's also, asking have you ever thought of doing stand-up together <laughs> keep it up love you girls you're hilarious
1: okay Bye. well i think one of our comedy goals is to stop getting voicemails like this <laughs> let me tell you guys right now if you're thinking of calling and asking to eat us out or fuck us or tell us your dick size mm-hmm. We're fine. We get fucked. I don't know. On the reg. I don't know if I have to say this and make this announcement. We get figgity fucked. One thing about mama and mommy. We're not lacking a fucking. They stay getting figgity fucked. We got figgity fucked at the same night the other night. Not in the same room. <laughs> the but, way that you delivered that made it seem like we <laughs> Like we we're, like were holding hands. we were holding hands. Just bouncing on two, two full beds that were next to each other in a hotel room. Well,
3: hold on. We got to do this. Then we got to finish the second act. We're not... <laughs>
1: We're not lacking orgasms. I'll tell you that. No, we don't need the horniness. That's you guys. You guys need it. The advice you should be calling is how do I get girls to let me eat them out more? That's a smart way to call and ask that. Not being like, could you come to Rhode Island and suck my average to small dick? (laughs) I (laughs) like, like, no, I've got average to small dick right here in in my backyard, (laughs) right in my backyard. I pick it off a tree like a like a lemon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think I will be actually dropping a special this year. I'm planning on it right now. Um. Uh, I'm really excited for that. So keep a lookout. I'm going to be dropping probably, I'm thinking of an hour, but maybe 30 minutes. I don't know.
3: If I drop one in, it'll be 30.
1: Yeah. So, uh, keep a lookout. Oh, uh, me and Sarah have a lot of fun stuff coming up. This is, this is our year. I'm saying it right now. This year is fucking it for us. So, uh, if you're on board the Hunay train, you got on board early. You're one of the OGs cause it's about to happen.
3: It's yeah. We have a really fun year planned.
1: Um, so Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I think that we're good for calls for now. Okay. Yeah. save the rest ones for next week. Once you get molested. (laughs) Once you get ear fucked. (laughs) That was, you touched us verbally.
3: That was, I pull out Sage.
1: If I had it, I seriously would. In my apartment complex, you saw this. There's like this- The bug swarm? Yeah, and they're in the same area in the hallway where I go and they're swarming in a circle constantly. What does that mean? You dirty, but it's the hallway (laughs) and they come, they come and clean the hallway. It is
3: really weird. It it almost looks like, it
1: looks like demonic.
3: It does. It looks like, okay, you know what it looks like? It looks like if there was a piece of shit, there would be flies around, but there's no piece of shit. Yes. So there's just flies around and you're like, how do you guys know to meet in the circle and fly around like this? It also looks kind of like when
1: crows do like a weird ritual, but with bugs. Yes, they look like they're doing a ritual in the hallway of my apartment. You what s- is that? You Not got- in my apartment, in the building. Like I don't know what the fuck's going in on. The like hallway. did someone die in this hallway, and their spirits? Like
3: we'll go in there with a little sage. Should s- I sage, sage, sage it? the
1: bugs? Oh, sage the flies.
3: <laughs> Lord of the flies. <laughs> so, what is Lord of the flies? It's about? a book. But what's it about? I think it's, it's about, about a dystopian world. Right? About
1: boys living in a dystopian world yeah, or yeah, something. They, they their, all start killing ship, each other. Yeah, their
0: ship crashes and then they, they land on. Is the it good? Island. Should I read it? Yeah, it's pretty good. I liked it when I was a kid. It's a
2: classic.
1: We, I think we both should have read it by now. No, I didn't. Did you? No. Oh, I, I fucking told my friend Hormos, I'm like, I need a book that'll make me smarter. And he gave me Noam Chomsky, uh, The Influence of Power, some Understanding Power. And let me tell you, it's been a week and I'm on page three. I am like, I don't know half the words. I don't know half the wars he's talking about. I don't know. I'm like, this dude was our a president. Like the things he said, I'm so far behind. You know what I want to do? I want to Billy Madison myself. That's my dream. I also, I was honestly thinking about starting a new podcast on my own and just starting over in school. Just learning everything from the beginning. and And every week is a different grade. It, this week is kindergarten. Next week's first grade. It's a 10 week pod. It's a 12 week. Podcast. <laughs> it's a 12 week podcast. Oh, you're not going to college. It's called Kimmy Madison.
3: You're not going to college.
1: Maybe. Maybe I could go to college. Not you getting your PhD on air. Maybe it might be my pod PhD. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. I want to Billy Madison myself. I I feel like it's too far gone. My education wasn't very good growing up. I was a C student. Every report card I had said talks too much. Every single one. Talks too much. But
3: did you do well in English?
1: Every The only A I ever got was writing or English.
3: But were you using apostrophes then? Yes. This bitch
1: hates apostrophes. I do. We know what we're saying. It's like, it's gotten kind of pointless. We no, know. no. Kim's, Kim's sock. Whose sock is it? We know it's mine. We don't well, need the apostrophe. Where's the apostrophe, bitch? Why do you need the apostrophe to know that it's my sock?
3: Because it means it belongs to you. That's what. If the apostrophe- I didn't put the per- <laughs>
1: apostrophe and the s was there, you wouldn't know it was my sock by me saying Kim's sock. I would know. Who wouldn't? What dumbass wouldn't? I didn't make the apostrophe law, bitch. But who wouldn't?
0: <laughs> no, I agree with you. I agree. It's
1: with a, it's unnecessary. An apostrophe is a very Sarah thing. It's, it's an very extra triggering. chore. It's an extra thing. She'll write the whole thing. No apostrophes. Who needs them?
3: All right. That's our pod. <laughs>
1: All and right. That's our Sarah, pod. where can people find you?
3: At Princess Shank on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. coming to, what date does this come out? If this is going to be in June sometime, we're coming to Arizona, June 23rd, June 24th. Mm -hmm. I got shows all over LA at Princess Shank on Instagram and Twitter. I'm coming Mm -hmm. to Florida in November. More on that soon and where are you going in florida i think naples hell yeah dude and um more dates soon at princess shank subscribe to my podcast shank that comes out wednesday i'm here every monday on this bitch shop the merch honey's we -hmm. got really cute merch everyone who's bought it loves it if you bought it take a picture tag us in it we'll repost you totally um what about you oh subscribe to my patreon what about you
1: um you guys June 23rd 24th we'll be in Chandler Arizona Mike drop comedy like Sarah Arizona. said <laughs> <laughs> July 13th I'll be in Houston Texas at the secret group make sure you come buy yes. tickets for that Houston I'm so excited to see you uh July 14th and 15th I'm back in Austin Texas at the red room at cap city so excited September 22nd 23rd I'm hitting Raleigh North Carolina hitting this good old south at uh, Good Night's Comedy Club. So make sure you guys buy tickets for those. Come out, support. We love you guys. Buy some merch. And we're coming to Skank Fest, And we're going to Skank Fest. It's going to be really fun. Check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash Kim Congdon. Check out my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Kong one And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.